tell me if you live this scenario. Situation is you've been working really hard and making a lot of progress. You're starting to see that outline of the six pack or, or you're just, you're looking leaner. You've lost 10, 15 pounds. And then what ends up happening is you've been working really hard. You're about due for a vacation. You know, you want to take a vacation. You know, it's, it's time for the family to go on vacation and you really don't want to blow it. But, but taking that vacation is pretty much mandatory to escape from reality for a bit. You promise yourself you're not going to gain weight. And then all of a sudden you get to your destination. The week goes by and you fucked up. I mean, I've been there as good as I am now. A long time ago, it wasn't so good. I fucked up. Okay. Have you, has this happened to you? Here's the deal. We have fitness goals. We want to make progress. The vacation is usually time away from work to someplace warm. The trip is meant to be relaxing to the mind and the body. Eating excess food does not have to compute into the equation for relaxation. Yet so many people fall into this trap. What is the trap that's so enticing? I think three things are happening here. Number one, the trip is meant as an escape. Okay, some relief from the crazy everyday grind that is your life. You know what I'm talking about. And I think the easiest, easiest way to escape from the stress is through alcohol, beverages, and food. It gives you quick relief. It's fun. It's easy. And believe me, vacation destinations serve up a smorgasbord of options where it's just, it's such an easy trap. I think secondly, when you take an all-inclusive trip, you have this mentality of, I'm going to get my money's worth. Now understand, most people take vacations December, March break, summertime, when they have time off with their kids. And what usually happens is the price of a vacation is usually at a premium. What do you end up doing? You get a family of four. You've spent $10,000 after tax dollars on your vacation. I mean, that's one fifth of your income that you spent on this vacation. Fuck, man, I'm going to get every single penny's worth. And if that means eating at every buffet, I'm going to do it. You know what I'm talking about? And so many people do this, unless you're going to some kind of wellness retreat and you're getting so much extra value with massage therapy and all that kind of stuff. Chances are you're going to indulge in the food. That's part of what makes it all inclusive. Finally, advertising at any vacation destination is on full blast, making food around a tourist spot extremely attractive to you. And understand, guys, I live in a beached community. Uh, there's tons of hotels around me. There's a lot of restaurants. I walk by billboards every day of this gorgeous looking food. Uh, I mean, I see it every day, so I'm oblivious to the signs now. But the fact is tourists coming in want to try these restaurants. And boy, do we have a lot of really good restaurants in here. And again, if you're going to spend 30 to $40 on a meal, because they usually jack up the prices in these locations, uh, you're not going to get a grilled chicken on a salad. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you can do that for seven bucks, six dollars at home. You're not going to spend forty dollars on that. So what you're going to do is you're going to get something gourmet that's like fancy and full of fat, or you're going to get the the dinner that has tons of food. All right, where you get a giant plate for it, you get the twenty-four ounce steak, and you're going to get the giant bowl of pasta because you're paying forty dollars for this. Again, you know what I'm talking about. All right, those are the traps that are so enticing that we succumb to so often. Well. Here's some ideas and concepts I want you to embrace that may help you. Number one, time is on your side. You've taken time off of work. Okay. Normally that work is eight hours of work plus one hour of commute time. You've got nine extra hours, nine hours 
a day times five for your vacation. Plus, you know, your Saturday and Sunday where you're normally off anyway. All right. If you're not willing to use a fraction of that time to engage in some sort of productive exercise, you may in fact be a lazy ass. Here's what I do. Every single time I book a vacation, I look for a hotel with a gym in it or at least someplace with some cardio equipment. I call them. I say, listen, you got any equipment? And sometimes that's just not a luxury. It's just not. So what you do is I'll pack my exercise bands and I'll come with a plan of doing 30 minutes of exercise daily. Listen, I hate weight training. I hate exercise. I'm not going to go there and spend two hours of training on my vacation every day. I'm just not going to do it. I don't do it at home. I don't do it on a regular basis, nor should you, unless you're into it. Having said that, bottom line is usually you can put in some sort of training as you should. You got nine extra hours a day where you're not working. Do something. Put in 30 minutes. Well, there's nothing around, Tom. Well, do push-ups. Do sit-ups. Do squats. Do something. All right? And it doesn't have to be weight training either. You can walk the beach. We've got a beautiful beach where it takes about an hour and a half to watch the, walk there and back. You don't think that's exercise? That counts. What about a hike? We've got a mountain nearby uh, in, our, in our neighborhood. Go for a hike. It takes two hours. That's exercise. That counts. So between the beach walk, between the mountain hike, you put in three hours. Doesn't mean you need to lift bands uh, in the gym or at home, uh, in the hotel room. Okay, the bottom line is you should be doing something with that fraction of the time. And then afterwards, chill out on the beach. Do nothing for the next seven hours. Plus the time you normally do uh, have after work, you know, from 5 to 9, 5 to 10. Be a bum. But at least you put the exercise in. All right? It makes sense. Number two, redefine your vacation. Vacations are usually time to escape, relax, sightsee. So incorporate some fun activities, some fun pursuits into your vacation. Rent a bike. Go for a hike. Set up the volleyball net on the beach. I mean, most beaches do have that. Throw the frisbee around. Throw the football around. Go for a swim. Go for a swim in the pool. Nobody said exercise had to be boring. Okay, there's only so much lying on the beach that a person can do. Understand, you stay on the beach here in Costa Rica within 30 minutes during prime time, you are going to burn up and you're going to feel miserable. So what do people do? They go in the shade, you know, they fire up the barbecue, they put on the music, and then what they do is they relax for two hours. And then they go into the water, um, play for 20 minutes in the water, come back, relax underneath this tarp. And then they throw the frisbee around, kick the soccer ball around. You're active. But I think going in and redefining your vacation to actually have a little bit of fun with the sightseeing or bike riding or that, that kind of stuff makes a difference. Or it really makes a difference. Unless you're so stressed out of your mind that um, you need to just relax. Well, do that for the first two days. Regain your senses. Uh, you know, Get fully recovered, fully recuperated, and then begin the active part of your vacation. Number three. Have a plan and have a goal. So let's talk about the goal. You may walk into the trip saying, listen, I'm going to come back weighing the exact same. Usually that's not the case. You come back and because of the flight and the different food and the water retention and all that kind of stuff, you end up being heavier for a couple of days. And if you're patient with the process, you're going to get back to your normal weight within days. And that's a win. That's a win. Unless your goal was to only gain one pound or to come back even leaner because you were going to make this an active vacation, but have a goal. And then what you got to do is you need to have a bit of a plan. 
All right. And that involves usually putting in some active effort, as I had talked about previously, you know, the hikes and the biking and the swimming and or it involves having a plan around food. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But first, number four, don't drink your calories. I know there's a lot of great beverages when you go on vacation. There's the margaritas, there's the alcohol, and people want to get shit-faced. Um, I, I don't understand it personally. To me, I like to eat my calories versus drinking my calories. But hey, you know what? To each their own. My take on this is this. If you're away for seven days, allot yourself a refuel day where you get shit-faced on that day. All right? If that's what you're going to do, do that. Otherwise, you have to have a plan in place to incorporate the alcohol, let's say for dinner, have some wine. All right. So if you're going to drink alcohol, build the calories from beverages into your daily allotment for dinner. What usually that means is, uh, let's say, I don't know, let's say you drink a hundred calories worth of wine. You're going to have to trim hundred calories worth of carb carbs to accommodate that drink. That's the decision you're going to have to make drink or more carbs, not both. Unless you accept the consequence that you're just going to get fatter throughout your vacation. That's up to you. A second thing you could do is stockpile your carbs by having a very low carb breakfast and lunch. This is really easy to do. There's so many vacation places where you can ask for an omelet for breakfast. Say, hey, listen, dude, do me a favor. Fire up an omelet for me. Egg white, very light on the cheese. Pack it with veggies. You know, really make it full. Maybe some... Uh, some lean bacon just to, to spice it up a little bit um, and a side order of uh, tomatoes, some cucumbers, maybe some pineapple. Keep it simple. All right. They'll do that for you and they will do a good job. Stay away from the white starchy carbs. Uh, second thing, you know, for lunch, what you do is you go with a grilled chicken or a fish salad with light dressing. Avoid the bread. Avoid the other carbs. Avoid the snacks throughout the day and keep it with just three meals in the day. Plus, exercise that day what ends up happening is you will have a caloric deficit you will be low carb for that day and you're probably going to have a bulk of your calories for later on for dinner where you could probably even have a dessert some wine and a good meal number five keep your carbs in check and i already explained how to do that with breakfast lunch uh, it just works so well. And by doing that, let's say you have a six, uh, 1600 calorie uh, a day plan, which is actually pretty low for a man. You can gear your day to make the most out of the dinner and still lose weight. So again, what does that look like? The egg white omelet with the side of a couple of fruits and some veggies can be no more than like 250, 300 calories. Your grilled chicken on a salad with low uh, cal dressing could very well be only 300 calories. So now you're sitting at 600 calories. You still have a thousand calories. And if you don't waste it on snacks, that leaves you a thousand calories for dinner. If you've got an 1800 calorie plan, that's a thousand two hundred calories for dinner. If you eat 2000 daily, well, now you've got 1400 calories. You can pretty much have whatever you want again within reason. All right, but again, you're walking in with a plan. Now, if you went for a long hike as well, you probably have an additional 200 calories. That's how you stay lean over the holidays. Number six, keep away from the all-you-can-eat buffets. All right, your system's already affected by travel. Um, on top of that, the letdown you had from going from a stressful work situation to a relaxing state almost immediately affects your immune system. All right. 
And on top of that, when you go to a vacation destination, you're eating foods that you normally wouldn't eat. This is a recipe for disaster, especially when it comes down to buffets. Boy, are you going to have the shits the next day or that night. You're going to be sick to your stomach potentially. And there's so many places. Listen, guys, buffets, think about it. How many people are touching your food? Now, during COVID, guaranteed, buffets do not exist. There's no fucking way they're going to have people touching the food left, right, and center. Okay? You're eating contaminated, potentially contaminated food when you go to a buffet. All right? You honestly think little Johnny, who just uh, wiped his ass with his hands, is not going to dip into the uh, into a pickle and contaminate the whole plate of pickles? <coughs> guaranteed. You've seen some of the pigs at the buffets? You know, they pick their nose and all of a sudden they're uh, picking away at the salad. You know what I'm talking about. I warned you. Anyway, how do you handle a buffet? First thing you do is you rev up your metabolism before you actually go on your uh, your buffet dinner. Do some push-ups in the hotel room beforehand. Do some squats. Do that kind of stuff. Rev up your metabolism. Go for a walk beforehand. Right, This short burst of exercise, believe me, it makes a difference. Your body is primed. Your metabolism's higher. You take a shower, and then you go out to dinner. Such a wicked strategy. So many people don't do it because, of course, they're on vacation. But listen, we're talking about actually maintaining your body during the vacations, and this is how you do it when it comes down to a buffet. Prime your body. Second thing you do, drink plenty of water. Drink a tall glass of cold water before you even leave. Drink another glass of water before you start dinner. They usually ask you if you want some water. Drink it. You might have to go to the bathroom before you get your food. That's fine. Make sure you wash your hands. Then, your first visit up. If you like salads, get a big plate of salad with some light dressing. And they got some wicked salads out there. Have a salad just to start as your appetizer. When you get these uh, four or five course meals, that's usually what they do. They bring you a salad anyway. Do the same. Have a salad to start. Your next plate, your next visit up, more protein-based. Protein's usually the more expensive item on the menu. Fill your plate up with the protein that you like. And then maybe a smaller sampling of carbs. Savor every bite. All right? Savor every bite. And if there's something you don't like, as much as I hate wasting food, just leave it. The waiter will come by and take your uneaten portions away. All right. Next, you're probably going to go up for another plate. I know you. I know me. Chances are you're going to do that. If you can avoid it, great. If not, go up and get a smaller sampling of some of the things you missed. And then finally, you're going to go up for dessert. All right. Dessert only if necessary. Remember, it's a buffet. These are usually substandard prepackaged shit. They thawed it out. It's crap. Sometimes you're going to get an odd good dessert. But again, take small samplings of three or four things. All right? Don't be a wasteful person. Believe me, they're not that good. Unless you go to a really expensive buffet, and still, they're not that good. Another thing, don't sit down after the buffet. Go for a walk. Go for a 10-minute walk. Keep your metabolism active. If you can go for a night walk, Fantastic. If you can go for a night swim afterwards, do it. All right. Point number seven, keep perspective. Remember, this is an escape from work or it's a chance to experience culture and sights. All right. Or sometimes it's just a chance to relax from the everyday nine, eight, nine hours a day 
where, remember what I said, you put in half an hour, an hour, and you've got the other eight hours to sit on the beach. This is not an escape from your healthy eating. Keep that perspective. I'm really hoping this helps. There's so much information that you can take from this. Even if you take a bit for your next vacation and apply it, chances are you're going to be better off than before. You got to come in with a plan. Don't go on your trip mindless and just get shit-faced and fuck up. Trust me, you're not going to appreciate it afterwards, especially when you didn't really have to deprive yourself of that much. Get the best of both worlds. If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at amazon.com.